The Hurling Pod on OTB Sports. I know you listened to James Cahill's podcast with Will Darren Hall. They asked James who was going to win. He said Galway. Well, why do you think? Because I just really, really want him to win. <laughs> Subscribe to the GA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Welcome, Derek McNamara. How are you? Yeah, very good. Um, How are you? So you you were with us last talking about La Rochelle and Ireland, and so you've been crunching the numbers on New Zealand forty two, Ireland nineteen. Was mm. it that different? Was it? Were they, was there any similarities? Is, is there a trend developing in Irish rugby that like there's Irish one way? Teams losing. Well, you know, can we can we get one of these after we win? That would be that would yeah, be good. that's probably a good good thing to do. Yeah. But I think look, it's hard. It's the, the the games that they've played the last little while have all been top games <laughs> it's New Zealand in New Zealand so it's uh, yeah we're going to get we're going to get one soon I think <laughs> um, is your data predictive you know, yeah of course yeah, yeah so yeah. did you expect what you saw at the weekend or did you think something different was going to happen so international sport is, is always harder because it's kind of much more unpredictable because you don't really have the information behind it because you know when's the last time New Zealand played and also the team selection can can vary yeah 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 Um, but it's I think tradition and history is probably something you go off when you think of something like this and you know first first All Blacks game in New Zealand in two and a half years or something in front of crowds so it was it was always going to be a difficult game, you know. But you know, when when, when you break it down, like we're we're going to probably look at three items if that's okay. So we'll look at the kind of speed onto ball, which is something that we're kind of looking at as a metric to see if we can measure um, balls. Or the Irish team coming onto the ball. So we put a graphic up yeah. here. So oh, for yeah. our, our radio listeners and the podcast listeners, what does the graphic say? The graphic basically uh, we're looking at uh, the top line shows the speed onto the ball from Ireland, basically in the the first half, and then the second half the line, and then the bottom one shows the number of activities that are happening in this game. So you can see, like right in the middle of the first half, it, we hit our peak where we're coming onto the ball. So every time the player comes onto the ball, we we give them a score. And then we aggregate that score to show, basically, and you can see the you know at the end of the first half, there's a significant drop off in the the speed onto the ball, and that's because there's a bit of uh, what would you say um, worry in the camp. There's probably a bit of, you know what do we do now? We've just conceded 28 points in the spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if, if we look at New Zealand, then we have a similar graph, but for New Zealand, and uh, you'll see that we're just going to cycle on to the next one there. Yeah. No, we don't have. We don't. We don't oh, yeah. have. The, yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, there so there is, there, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can see New Zealand. They they basically didn't have the ball at all until Sexton got, or in the, the right in the middle of the first half, and but when they did get the ball at the end of the first half, they were able to turn on the Jets, and that's just something I think uh, Ronan Agarra mentioned last week about putting them under under pressure and cutting out that space and that's that's exactly what what we need to do in the next game if, if we're going to stop it so we, we need to continue to to slow down New Zealand getting the ball and that's trusting your defensive lines because you know Sexton would be considered a really good attacking player but he also commands the team in defence as well so when he, somebody like him comes off we need to be able to have a much better plan to, in place to, to continue doing what we were doing at the start of the first half Okay, so our reliance on Sexton is actually not uh, uh, simply an attacking reliance, it's also a defensive reliance. Well, every, every player on the pitch is, but yeah, big time. Yeah, especially, especially somebody who's so vocal. You know, you, you can hear him on the pitch talking to people, making sure everybody knows where everybody is supposed to go. So 
it's something that's probably not even thought about. But you got Carberry coming in, who's somebody who's probably not nearly as um, vocal in his approach and probably takes him a little bit of time. He wasn't expecting to come on that early and there he is in front of New Zealand in his in front of his, his home crowd. I, I think he, you know, and it was it was a difficult game, really, really difficult game because, you know, losing your, your, your best player basically like we were we were five seven up and then you find yourself what is it twenty one points down after after four minutes so it's it's uh but like look it's it's a first test you know there are learnings huge learnings like Ireland actually played really really well I thought you know really really well there were you know very few mental errors a couple of players gave away a few too many penalties so you know and that's becoming a recurring thing for Irish teams one or two players Specific individuals. Specific individuals. Yeah, yeah. Who, who is it? Um, well, Porter would be the guy that I'd be looking at to at scrum time or outside of scrum. All over, okay. especially at the breakdown. Okay. He's he could have got pinged once or twice. So it's funny when you hear people talking about the referees after after the game. But it's <laughs> there was no more or fewer issues in this game than there is in any other game. Okay, that's interesting because yeah. I, I think. Because rugby is so chaotic, and like uh, you know, if you remember the um, the thing about the Razzie video was that it it, yeah. it leaked, right? Like, um, and so they're all doing these videos. We know they've been doing these videos for years because Joe Schmidt used to sell, tell us that he was doing them um, at the time. And if you're not doing them, that's fine. But that, like the notion that that leaked accidentally, whatever, you have to take Razzie at his word for that. And he's having a great time drinking his beers and on more videos. Yeah. Uh, but I think the point was that like most people would make the the case that. A lot of what he was saying, apart from the, the respect for the captain, but a lot of the legal stuff that he's saying is correct because mm. literally in a rugby match, there are thousands and thousands of incidents where mm. every single individual at one point can be in the wrong position like and can be illegal. So mm. you can stop the video at any point and go, he's illegal, he's illegal, he's illegal, he's illegal, he's illegal, this is illegal. Mm. What do you do? Do you stop every single incident and the game becomes a four and a half hour game? Yeah. Or do you just make an accommodation that there's going to be an ebb and flow in this and you hope that you come out the right side of it? Well, I think there, there, like if you were just to take this game and it's it's like totality. This this game was the most amount of activities in the entire game that I've done. So it was by far the highest tempo of a game. So usually you'd have around two thousand players interactions in the game, carries, passes, kicks, kick, kicks, things like that. Um, but in this game, there was three thousand. So. When you've got your the, the coaching, the refereeing staff have to be on their game. The players have to be on their game. Everybody, it's really, really important. So when Rasim Rasmussen gets pissed off about something, you know he 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 vents like that and he makes this video. But like, he, there is no. I, I don't know that game. I, did, I wasn't analysing using the way we analyse it, but we we look at referee um, instances. So. You're usually around the breakdown, the result, like resulting foul play that they they may have missed, but compared to any of the other games, there's no difference. Okay, no difference. The the three thousand activities versus mm. two thousand activities. What's behind that? Is that is that the ball in play? Is it yeah, the styles two, of both teams? Yeah, yeah. Two teams wanting to play like, and but it's really really hard. Like the likes of uh, Ireland. So you could see when in back in October or November when Ireland played New Zealand, the the jadedness of the New Zealand team. You know, like they were, they were tired. Um, and it's same with Ireland now this time around where, you know, they're, they've been playing all season long. And it's it not necessarily that they, um, they've played too much. I actually think it's probably because they've had a little bit of a break for a couple of weeks and they haven't been playing 
that that's why they're like this. You know, they were a little bit lethargic, you would think. But when you look at the actual tempo of the game and the number of activities and the the bodies putting on their line, amazing game, like really, really amazing game. It's it's just a pity that they 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 drop their heads for maybe. 10 minutes maximum okay so they're not actually manifesting the signs of fatigue are they they're not showing those signs of fatigue no you can't play a game plan where you have 1600 activities in a game and be good at it you know like they but they they, it's again it's just about that those those 10 minutes that you're playing against the team that can score from everywhere and that's that's kind of like the second point that I was just about to mention about Sexton and his HIA you know Um. There needs to be more done because, like, if the teams are honest about this, it's not like obviously you've got the the health and the welfare of the players, but you got the health and welfare of the people that are sitting at home watching it, and all these different things. We 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 will look, we will give a, a a tick box if we see a possible head trauma. So any time there's somebody's head knocked back or you see somebody getting up off the ground, we'll capture it. We don't know if it'll make any difference or not, but it's something we'll be able to bring to World Rugby and say, hey, this is something we've noticed. We can actually see this player's performance drop because of these three instances over a season that nobody else is really looking at. But it's also the impact that those players are having. So it's like Sexton, you got the hit at eight, 28 minutes and 35 seconds. He was down for 18 seconds. He then got up, got the ball uh, twenty-five, you know, 29 minutes. He then misses a loop pass from Keenan. The ball goes to ground. Uh, then he gets the pass again and he gives a bad pass to Ringrose who spills the ball who uh, that results in a try 80 metres opposite direction so after he gets hit he makes three or four small errors and then uh, I think it was Heffernan as well he got, got got a knock they came on assessed him on the pitch led him to play on and then he knocks the ball on like 30 seconds later and then they take him off so this whole idea of player welfare you gotta, you gotta be honest with it. You can't just, you know, oh, we're down to thirty-five players in the squad. We'll just leave them on. I don't, I don't think it's that they're they're leaving them on because they're down to thirty-five players. I think it's that they're not quite sure of the impact. I think it's it's not from a position of yeah, yeah. of dishonesty. I would say, I would argue that it's actually like a, it's um, it's a learning situation that they're going through and that's why stuff like this information is really interesting that like mm. if you have had any kind of significant injury and I, I would say it's not just a head injury that like mm. if you if you've had some kind of judder or shudder or you you've banged your shoulder and you stay on to try and you know gut it out for the team more than likely you're going to cost your team mm. and and it's actually going to end up being the players who yeah. identify but that you can't you can't drive that you can't you can't drive that from a player perspective you have to drive that from 100% development all the way up true true and i, I get that and I, I look that's a, a mm. I, we could actually do an hour long thing about yeah. what what the um yeah. what the sh- the share of the pie is it, you know the culture of the self-identifying player going. Actually, I am lesser now than I should be, and so if somebody runs past me, it's definitely I'm not, better though. I'm not going to 100. percent But equally, like maybe the you know um, the argument in the first Mary game was that they didn't see the Jeremy Lupin incident mm. until half time, and then they saw it and they were like, "Oh, we didn't see that because we didn't see it." So, yeah, as you said, there's 3,000 different activities going on. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what the correct answer is. Maybe mm. some kind of AI where it's like. 40 cameras one on each player and yeah. every time there's a, like a little there's a vibration that goes off to yeah. one of the coaches and goes okay I need to check that video on 15 okay he's got to go mm. whatever that is so I think it's really interesting um, we actually just have a, a minute long video here this is mm. my cat so Johnny Sexton has passed his HIAs here's that news that broke overnight Actually, Johnny's fit 
Johnny's passed every test that he needs to pass, so from my point of view, he's he's good to go. Sure. He's going to be training. He's good to go. He's good to go for Saturday. How much of a relief is that for I think he's, he's a massive cog in there, but I think you know Joey came on and, and, and did well. We got back up, and again, this is what touring's all about, is our ability to, to adapt to, to what gets thrown at us. And um, I think we've done that pretty well, so let's hope it, um, it continues. You mentioned touring. You've played a lot against New Zealand. You've been to New Zealand a number of times. What's, what's the biggest eye-opener or biggest challenge for some of these younger guys that have been here for now a couple of weeks? Well, they haven't taught before. <laughs> a lot of them, a lot of them haven't taught. So, so it is very different. Um, you know, they're away from home. It's 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 just relentless. You know, especially with the midweek games as well. Backing up, becoming tough, becoming resilient. And I think um, you know, being able to pick yourself up every single training session is is important because you don't have time. We don't have time to to feel sorry for ourselves or, or muck about. So, from our point of view, it's being on it every single time and that's being about professional right that's my cat making the news public overnight that Johnny Sexton will be available for selection this weekend and you've pinpointed the difference having Sexton and not having Sexton makes to the defensive structure of the team so uh, that would actually make you relatively confident this game will be closer next weekend or certainly Ireland have a chance of making it closer next weekend Um, if I'm totally honest as soon as I heard that I actually felt a bit sad for John Sexton like I understand he still wants to play and he wants to play every single game but you know does he does he should he be there's, there's a big difference between you know him wanting to play and should he play but like anyway if, if he's playing yeah like he obviously it gives us a better chance but you know if you look back through the games that he's played over the last six months he, he had a good he had a good stint there for a little while where he, he played a number of games in a row but before that, you know, can you can you can you honestly think see where he played three games where he got injured? I mean, this is the big question about whether or not we should be actually just picking Carberry at the weekend. Doesn't make any sense? And especially for the the World Cup coming up, the trouble is, right? I don't remember a long period of time where Joey Carberry has played a bunch of games in a row, yeah, really well, either. But, but how many games has he played where you know he, he also has had injury issues? Yeah. We need four out halves as opposed to having one and a bit out halves, which is what we have at the moment. So. Um, Let's assume Sexton starts, right? Because yeah. that's that's that is what's going to happen. Um, what should we be looking out for in the next game from the rest of the team as well? Yeah, there, there's some really certainly interesting things in the game. Um, one is actually just around the breakdown, kind of close to the breakdown. Ireland had a lot of success, you know, early on running onto the ball, you know, picking, driving, going off first 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 receiver rather than you know at the back, and that was that was really. You know, they made a lot of good ground, um, very close to the breakdown. Who's making those carries? Is that Van der Fleer, Henshaw, that kind of? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was there was a good few. Yeah, um, like quite a lot. Even um, number six are uh, Peter Manny. Peter Manny. Yeah, yeah, as well. But um, one thing that I noticed there was the New Zealand uh, players were were kind of completing pa- tackles, so tackling players without the ball. So as soon as you make the pass. <clears throat> The New Zealand players would commit to the tackle and make the tackle, even though. And then, so there was like seventeen of these tackles. Like Ireland, we had seven uh, of the same instances. But it's just something to to be aware of because that that can be a negative and a positive thing. You know, if you're able to then get those players to bite, it means that there's there's gaps either side of them. Okay, yeah. So it's just something to be aware of that if you see that that reoccurring when the New Zealand players are making those tackles after the pass. 
they're, they're usually all right, I'm check, but most of them are from forwards. So I'd be looking at that as a, a way to, to just as something to keep on, keep an eye on. Um, I'd, I'd actually really like to see um, Doris come in for or Conan come in for Doris. And um, Doris hasn't really seen the heights that he's seen a couple of years ago. Um, and I'd like to see him come in. Um, and then also just the other thing about like New Zealand's goal line defence was immense, like. Absolutely amazing, you know. Four times holding the ball up over the over the try line, or or call, uh, you know try attempt, you know you may not see one of them in three weeks of rugby. So if Ireland can get themselves into the same situations, if they can cut out the cut the the speed down, cut out, cut the, the the defensive lines down, try to implement a game plan similar to what they did um, in 2018 when they beat them, um, where they much more speed up and stop you know rather than uh, slow up uh, from a defensive perspective so you, you're kind of cutting out the space rather than you know protecting the individuals yeah um, and yeah that's 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 what I'd be trying to that's what I'm going to be keeping an eye out okay so none of that seems like it's undoable so I, mm. I guess we, we had a debate yesterday myself and Owen about um, glass half full glass half empty mm. uh, Owen's is half full mine's half empty I, I heard yeah I, I just <laughs> if and it did feel like um, it felt like there were some fundamental issues but maybe there aren't maybe this is um, you know it's basics that if you cut down on all of a sudden it's a bit like the Kenny Hurlers you know uh, you just up the work rate to a point where the opposition can't live with you hmm. and after that the game looks relatively easy but it's actually not the, the hard part is getting the work rate to the level where you're enforcing your game on the opposition exactly exactly. but the problem is you're playing against 15 guys that are made of stone <laughs> so when they're running into you over a certain period of time that becomes harder to do when you've got significant injuries in your squad and you've got your depth isn't as big so putting the bodies on the line as much this week it may not be possible so they may have to try and implement a game, different game plan I, I would imagine they might try and actually slow the game down so you'll see them well potentially see them slow in the, especially at the breakdown so in the, this game for instance you had both teams as soon as the ball went out for line out for instance they were set the ball was in as quickly as possible so there, you know, the ball was in play for a lot longer. I didn't actually have, don't actually have that information here, but this this time round, I would I'd prefer to see Ireland play a little bit like they did against Australia back in 2018, where you know they were they had like 700 activities in the game, so right. half of the amount of work rate that they had. But they were able to, you know, you could hear the commentators in that game giving out about it. But that's that's how you, you you can you can play a different game plan. And you know, Ireland were top of their game 2018. They were able to play that really high tempo game and then when they wanted to they were able to slow things down and frustrate teams and, and keep possession or territory rather than possession Okay Owen you wanted to come in here? Derek I was just going to ask is, is it possible to sort of mix and match that sort of slow versus fast game plan from game to game like can they go into a World Cup and say if it is South Africa if it is France yeah. we can have a game plan A or a game plan B or does the information suggest that actually they need to pick their plan and, and stick with it and have it figured out before the World Cup actually kicks off no 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 I, th- I think really good teams can do that yeah absolutely um, and I suppose that's the reason why the likes of England I, I think are going to really struggle because you can't just bring um Everything you can't just hide what you do. You know, England would be saying, "Oh, we're going to peak for the World Cup," but if they haven't learned any lessons or gotten better at certain types of game plans, 
then you can't implement those game plans on a whim. So Ireland, I, I'd be, yeah, you know, play as hard as you can, play play as many players as you possibly can and, and try and learn to what, what players can play certain game plans. And could it be a case where potentially a, a quicker style of play suits Leinster more than it would suit Ireland and the predominantly uh, Leinster-based Ireland team would actually be going between different styles of play from international rugby to, to provincial rugby? Well, you've got to play the what, what the players you have first. Yeah, so understand what type of players you have, what then your injuries, and then you've got to think about what the weather conditions are like. So this weekend in, in New Zealand, it's going to be indoors. So it's going to be fast, it's going to be quick. So, you know, I, I would expect Ireland, they won't go for the slow game plan. What they'll try and do is they'll try and implement a game plan like they did for against New Zealand in October or November here. And they'll play really, really wide, really, really quickly. And if they can do that and they can keep in New Zealand's half um, and cut their space down and, and be aggressive and do all those things and not make mistakes, not give away penalties, simple, you know, simple things then yeah, they got a chance but I don't know you're still playing against a New Zealand team that are incredibly excited to be playing at home again yeah and in front of a, an audience for the first time in a couple of years they, yeah. and also with a bit of revenge in their nostrils and uh, selection for the World Cup and a coaching ticket under pressure so you know it, it's all kind of um, it, it was perfectly delicately poised until they hammered us last weekend yes um, the line so, out we need to sort out as well that's the one thing I, was, I, I forgot to say yeah big time how easy is that well they're not com- competing at the front of the line out at all so if you wanted to they're just jumping on four and six so they're they're really really good at, in that middle to back part of the line out because they're able to scope they're able to see what Ireland are doing and then just throw the player up but if they're not competing at two, just go on two all day. That's Secure simple. the possession and try and work from there. And you can still go off the top from two. You can small from two. You can do everything. There's no real, real difference at this level between a pass or pass and the ball. So obviously, New Zealand know that, right? New Zealand know that they didn't last week um, compete at the front. This yeah. week, they could do something completely different, right? Yeah, that's yeah, the, absolutely. This is yeah. The double bluff that happens. But I think that's that's something that that's kind of. I, we need to bring into the game more which is reactional situational so you'll see the, the line out the, the players in line out they'll make a call they go to the line out and they'll fulfil that line out nearly all the time as opposed to being able to audible going in and audible it and go okay look they haven't there's nobody there's, the, the, there's got two props at the front of the line out yeah. what are we doing <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. so that, that's something that we need to 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 start seeing and that's more. the type of thing that you hope evolves over the course of a tour like this where they at the end of the tour they go we didn't do that we need to introduce this or ideally yeah. this week they're sitting at that going okay when that happens when you see what you see yeah. play the picture in front of you as opposed to yeah um, I think, yeah like I, I yeah I think like school the schools teams do this you know it's not it's not that but it's just it's at this level because you need everybody to be able to know what to do at the same time to be able to yeah Put those connections well, it also has together. To be perfect because if yeah. there's a mistake, every Reese is uh, under the posts. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. And that's the high wire. If you design a line out to work off that first read, second read, third read, like they do in, in in the NFL, for instance, then you know what to do if if something else happens. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's it's we're, we're a little bit away from that. But it's it's changing. It's changing. Okay. All right. So all in all you're actually happier about Ireland's performance than say for example I was yesterday yeah yeah so being such a grouch there you go okay yeah. <laughs> well you know 40, 42 points it's um, it just it had the bang of the World Cup off it yeah, the, yeah. the same like so if we hadn't made the mistakes 
that we made, the game would have been closer. If my if auntie granny, had... There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah. but we, we, we always... Uh, come, uh, we come, uh, I remember the game where um, Keith Wood was playing and we were 14-7 up and... Yeah. Ashton was the manager and they annihilated us in the second half it was 40 something something in the teens like it's just it was a stereotypical like we've seen this movie before we play really well for a little while New Zealand look at what we're doing and then feast off our mistakes but we continue to make the mistakes but see the, the, the mistakes are magnified by New Zealand yeah 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 yeah. so you've got to be perfect yeah but these guys have landed 10 days ago they're still jet lagged they're still but like this could happen again even more you know we could we could get beaten by 50 points this weekend and still play well it's it's not a, it's not I don't think it's necessarily about winning in these in these um, like I, I would much prefer to see us putting in start like I don't, I don't think Sexton should start I think Carberry should start I think if Sexton if we're, if we're not going to be able to get 80 minutes out of Sexton then we we bring him when we're getting like I think we mentioned before about uh, Leinster being like falling off the cliff kind of in the second half yeah, from so a quality maybe, perspective maybe bring Sexton off the bench maybe you bring him in while that's happening to give everybody around him that that sense of uh, focus and and that's you know like it's like uh, Jim Gavin you know he, he brought on his best team midway through the second half you know and they weren't necessarily the best players right now but they were they were leaders and they were you know Able they made the right the decision yeah, yeah 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 so maybe that's that's the evolution of what we try and do but okay so your point is that the, the, the process is more important here than mm. the outcome because the outcome is only important at the World Cup yeah 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 well is that fair yeah like th- these games are they mean nothing they really don't mean anything you know Six Nations means something because you can win it Um the you know we, we should be I suppose <laughs> if we're thinking about this uh, we probably don't want to poke the bear <laughs> before the World Cup next year so like you know if we're, we're going to play we're in the Cup, New Zealand is what you're saying <laughs> yeah yeah we're, yeah we're Ali in the Rumble in the Jungle exactly. in the first few rounds we're just just like yeah, yeah toying with them yeah all right all right Dad, good stuff <laughs> OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.